Result. Gets a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. No one's fit to see y'all can understand his glory. Gets a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. No one's fit to see y'all can understand his glory. Gets a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. No one's fit to see y'all can understand his glory. Gets a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. No one's fit to Hey, what up, fam? Welcome to Unsolicited, Episode 7. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. So today, we're going to get into it. A couple of days ago, Kurt Allen uh, dropped a a note on Facebook that said the video for Rednecks and was in its final stages. And uh, so I've been sitting around waiting ever since (laughs) and uh, eager to do this video right here, right now. So... um, it's an amazing song off of the appendix. Um, if you don't have the appendix, I have one question. Why? Uh, so, here's the deal. If you don't have the appendix, press pause on this video. Go over to wrathandgrace.com. Buy the appendix. Listen to the appendix. It may take you a minute. It's a long album, and it's good. And then, uh, come back. So you're prepared for the song we're about to to watch, the video for the song we're about to watch, Rednecks And. Um, Be forewarned, he uses a word that's going to make you either uncomfortable, mad, or not. But there's a word that someone here will probably find offensive in this song that he uses many times. And uh, so... Consider yourself warned. So, been waiting for this. Drops a note yesterday. You're going to be released tomorrow. So, I'm like, are we getting like a midnight release? Because I'm up and I'll watch it. Uh, then he he gave me a note. Said, no, tomorrow evening around 7.30ish. So, I've been sitting around waiting all day. And then, when it did drop and he's tagging everybody in it. Uh, it is 5.30 and I happen to be on my way to an elders meeting. So I'm like three hours at least before I get to watch the video. Seriously. I have no joke. I'm, I'm making this funny, but I have been on the edge of my seat wanting to watch this video because this is one of my favorite songs off the album. Um, just simply because of the content of the song. Um, the education value of the song. He mentions that at a point here. Um, you'll see it. But, and so I'm driving home from my elders meeting, and of course I had to put my daughter to bed and so on. So it's been a few hours. Um, hopefully most of you have probably seen the video already. I have not. I have not watched this video yet. This is going to be, you're going to get my reaction first time to the video as we watch it. So... You know, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm, I'm, I'm in for, except for the fact that I know it's a great song. Uh, the videos that Kurt has done in the past have been really good, so I'm, ex- I'm expecting good things. So there you have that. Um, 
as I was driving home, I was thinking about one of the things I was thinking was, uh, and I, I was going to look up the verse again. I, I'm horrible with chapter uh, giving the address. I, I kind of have an idea of what verses say, but I, I'm really bad about remembering where they're at because I'm old. Um, as our uh, first among elders uh, teaching pastor loves to point out to me the fact that I'm old. I am the elder of the elders team. Um, me and James White. So, uh, but I was thinking about, you know, how Paul talks about that there, some are given to be pastors and some to be teachers and some to be evangelists and and so on. Um, And then I'm thinking about different people in CHH that I listen to and where they fall into because each of these guys, um, I mean, some have multiple giftings. Some you can, I mean, you can listen to an entire album, like, and, and especially guys like Ivy. Kurt, uh, Shylin, Result, um, Chris Jones. I mean, of course, you take Christcentric and you've got a, a group of different guys. But all these different guys, and I know I'm leaving people out. I, I love all you guys, and you, you know who I do, and, and those of you that I don't, you probably know too. But um, all these guys have, have different giftings, you know, and this is definitely one of those songs where you go... This man has a gift of teaching that comes out in his music. Um, it is just amazing. And it's it's truly is a blessing. Um, excuse me while I itch my eye. Um, live podcasting um, and not cutting away. There you go. Got to make sure everything is cleared so I can see perfectly to watch this video. But so this is the appendix... C4 in the appendix, if I make a list of my top 10 albums of all times, all-time favorite CHH albums, C4 in the appendix are going to be probably numbers 3 and 4. And in that order, they, they have to go together. Um, you can't separate the two of them, and they're both amazing in the amount of teaching um, and stuff. And I mean, again, here I am, you know, looking like a redneck, uh, but growing up in a, entrenched in hip-hop culture, you know, this is what I, I, I lived for um, at different points, you know, and uh, especially through my, my time in the military. My, my military time was all about hip-hop, um, so much that I, I always make the joke that I went through um, identity crisis and for a minute there, I was a, a very militant black man, and uh, and so again, I was that guy. I mean, that I thought I was down, right? And uh, and even years into it afterwards, and I'm still thinking that I'm pretty knowledgeable on some of these things. And then C4 drops, and and this drops, and there are some things that I had no idea. And I'm I'm blessed to have been educated by my brother Kurt. And, uh, and I mean, this is a song that there are some things that I knew and some things that I didn't, but the mindset that we have, and I I don't want to give too much away, but the mindset we have in America, when we, when we think about things like crime and welfare and stuff like that, we immediately think to the black community and, uh, and this song and, and the things that, that, that Kurt throws in here is going to turn it on his head. Again, of course, if you've heard the song, you know. I'm, I'm hoping the majority of you who are watching this have heard this song before. Um, if not, 
you're in for a treat. You really are. Um, as uncomfortable as it may make you at the beginning, as you listen, listen and let the words and and uh, you know let the words sink in and the stuff that he's teaching and um, and enjoy. So we are going to jump over here and uh, we're going to get into it. Um, here we go for the first time for me. Maybe not for you. Um, 720 people have viewed it so far. So, And this is only one of the pages that he dropped it on. So, I mean, it's probably had a whole lot more views than this. Um, but this is view number one for me. This is Kurt Allen from the Appendix, Rednecks And. Right now, over. Rednecks and niggas, they both really all the same. Rednecks and niggas, the rich always love the shame. Rednecks. Once upon a time before England became New England Before the war of drugs, man, the government made us kingpins Poor white people in Britain were causing problems The dregs of society, vagrants or what they called them Couldn't own land nor easily understand The European brand, so then what should we do to solve them? Questions at hand that Richard Hackett would stand In front of the Queen of England, offering a new plan This is 1548, and he would go in and state That British colonization should never be a debate We should all the poor white ignorance to the wasteland Referring to America, why should we not disgrace them? We ain't them, they'll bring the British culture as downfall They have no class, so why should they stick around, y'all? Uh, the aristocrats would agree So they loaded them on boats and then promised them they'd be free Well, I think one of the things we forget Is that for half of our history, we were an agrarian nation So white trash really comes out of notions of rural poverty and it goes all the way back to British ideas because... Rednecks and niggas, they both really all the same. Rednecks and niggas, the rich always love the shame. Rednecks. They get to America, colonization policies travel with them across the seas. They couldn't purchase the land and couldn't work with their hands. So now they're worthless because somebody preached the gospel, please. Instead, these white people again with drags. A lot of the riches said they're destined to be a dying breed, never get in their head. But James had one that said to keep warm and welfare when you can help us where their problems be. Act like Christ bled, but nope, they kept the distance. Judging whites as a mistress instead of seeing that they had exaggerated statistics. After the revolution paraded upward mobility But men with no land had no future, they have utility So much for being white If you ain't rich, you just a black man with no stripes Coming from whips, you the mud sails White people hated by their own kind Lied to and left behind um, Now, you Very made good. a comment, and, and I'm not harping on this But again, I'm, I'm just telling you what's I'm like the ghost of Christmas present I'm telling you what's happening now you said, quote, I don't okay. want to make black people's lives better by giving them somebody else's money when you were talking about yeah. welfare. And, and the point you were trying to make, because I want to be fair to you tonight, is that, look, we got to get away from this entitlement society. We got to get people back to work and give them an incentive rather than giving them a reason not to work. But right. you threw in black people when most of the people, as you know, on welfare are white people. Rednecks and niggas. 
They both really all the same Rednecks and niggas The rich always love the uh. shame America's poor white trash was never allowed to make it And hated so much eugenics they made them take it Sterilize them so they can no longer go procreate it In the 1920s the Christian nation's the matrix It's class over everything All that poor white trash moving the Appalachian things Will never get better so the crime rates are high Graduation is low, domestic violence is checked Drug overdoses in tow, I wanted you all to know These people are kept below the radar On welfare much more than the average Joe the Media doesn't show you none of what it's supposed to They make you think that only black people are ones to go through Why is this the case? Conveniently they've erased The trailer park trash while exposing the classes clay That's still fighting today And politicians will say anything they get to vote Like make America great Anything they get to vote Like make America great Abandoning or unable to look after their children That's familiar to you, isn't it? That's your story Yes, unfortunately, it's very familiar to me. It's what I write about in the book. And if you look at the data or if you just go and talk to some of the folks who live in eastern Kentucky or southern Ohio like you did, you realize that those stories are awfully common, too common, I think. I mean, that's exactly right. We stopped people randomly in the street, and all of them said they knew somebody who'd been affected by drugs or had been brought up by grandparents. What has gone wrong in these communities? Well, I think partially uh, you saw it when you when you visited eastern Kentucky is that the economy in this area has been really hard hit. You know, these are areas that depended on coal mines, on steel mills, on a lot of other manufacturing industries that just don't exist anymore or at least don't exist in quite the volume needed to support a local economy. So what's happened is that as people have lost jobs, as people have lost hope, they've really, uh, I think in some ways, don't exist anymore or at least don't exist in quite the volume needed to support a local economy. So what's happened is that as people have lost jobs, as people have lost hope, they've really, I think in some ways, turned over to other habits or other things to try to dull that pain. And that's a big part of where this opioid crisis comes from. It's not just people um, who like drugs or, or, or want to be addicted to drugs. It's that they're really trying to find something to do, something to dull that pain that comes from living in areas that are really struggling. So if this is true, then why do they act like black people are the only ones that live like this? Why do they only talk about black on black crime? How did we get here? Look. You mad. You mad right now. Real mad. He's a Christian. How could he use the N-word? Why am I watching this? How could you let this happen? Hmm. We've been a Christian nation for a couple hundred years. How do we let all of this happen? Mm-hmm. Don't be mad. Be educated. The appendix. There you go. Um... Wow. And that's why I love this guy. That is why Kurt Kennedy is in my forever in my top five. Probably right now, probably my top three. And uh, yeah, just 
here's the thing. I mean, again, let's let's talk about the song a little bit. Let's talk about the song. I mean, again, he came out at the end and he's like, there are some of you right now that have watched this video with me um, and you're just mad or you're offended or something because he used the word niggas, right? And now you're even madder that I just used it. And, uh, but ignored the whole concept and the whole idea that, you know, when we talk about welfare and we talk about drugs and we talk about that, I mean, we're nationwide. If you're black, you're white, whatever, honestly, if you're honest with yourself, the first thing you think about is a black community and the oppression and so on. And we don't even recognize anymore that there has been this same kind of oppression. Um, not, well, okay, and, and, and let's be fair, there's not the same kind because he even points that out. But there has been poor white trash for, this, for just as long as America had slavery. You know the whole the whole thing. I mean, Great Britain was was great. They were like, we're going to send all of our prisoners to Australia, and we're going to send all of our poor white people who are, are causing problems. We're going to send them to America. We're going to send them to the colonies, and then they got here and they they, they dealt with the same things. And uh, yeah, and and probably one of the 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 most um, shocking things in that song that nobody thinks about um, is that that clip with uh, Bill O'Reilly and uh, you know and and he's talking to man and dude's name just slipped my mind you would think I would remember here I am this is this showing my age you would think I rem would remember uh, the name of a guy who ran for president um, wow there you go old person moment it'll probably come back to me and rick santorum there you go uh talking to him about a comment that he made about not wanting to give black people and and then you know bill this is this is the guy that everybody you know i mean he's bill has his issues but one of the things i did like about bill and i i don't watch him anymore because he's not there and i don't watch fox anymore but I did always think that Bill did a better job than some of the other people on, on Fox News at trying to be fair and balanced. I really do think he made the attempt. But there he makes a comment. He's like, you, you, you made this comment about black people, but there are more white people on welfare. And I bet there are a lot of white people right now watching this or who've watched that video who are shocked at that statement. Because, again, and why doesn't the media show? When when we when the media talks about welfare and so on, it's always about the black community or the Latino community or illegals or any of those things, and and that's where we complain. Nobody's complaining about where welfare when it comes to whites, and nobody is even really thinking about it. I mean, I grew up on welfare. I kid you not, true story. It wasn't until I I mean there was a point in time where I thought I. Someone gave me a $5 bill, and I thought it was fake because it wasn't a food stamp. Because I had seen food stamps my whole life. And, and my mom was a waitress, so I'd seen coins and stuff like that. 
and one dollar bills, and maybe I had seen a five, but somebody at some point in time, I don't know if I was, I think it might have been, um, I, I don't remember, I think I got it in a birthday card or from somebody, but I got this five dollar bill and I didn't know what it was. I did not realize what it was, that it was money, because it didn't look like the food stamps that I had seen my whole life. So again, I understand that there that the majority of, of people on welfare are actually white, but we are are trained to think that it's a black community. And so you know, and then as you get into more into the appendix area again, you've got to. I mean, this song by itself doesn't tell the whole story. You've got to get the appendix, and you've got to listen to it from beginning to end because Kurt takes you on a journey. A journey get a little British in my, my saying of the word. He takes you on a journey of education and history and reality. And again, one of the things that I love about Kurt is he is where I am and I, I do my best to try to be and balances his worldview as he's looking at things and he's looking at everything through a Christian lens and not through a left or a right or a black or a white or any of these other lenses. He's looking at things through the lens of what does the Bible say about these things? What does Christ say about these things? What does Christianity say about these things? And again, you know, you will hear people talk about all the time that we are a Christian nation. We are a Christian nation. We are so, you know, we're so adamant about having these things in our Christian nation. But look at the things that our Christian nation allowed to happen for a long time to white people and black people. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's pretty shameful. It really is pretty shameful when we look back. Now, again, I'm not talking about America as a horrible place or anything. I love my country. I'm a, I, I, I do love my country. But I want to look at things in a balanced way. And there have been some horrible things that happened in this nation. Do I think that every Christian who is in this country needs to repent for it or apologize? No, we weren't the ones involved in it. But we have to acknowledge the things that happened in the past and the places where the church failed and where this country failed. And that's just just living in reality. We can't we, we have to recognize these things. And if you really want to get the full effect of not just this song, but everything that Kurt is trying to point out, go get C4 and the appendix, and then just sit down like you would with a good book, and just sit and listen, and in, uh, appreciate and learn, uh, and recognize that that there is a, an aspect of of things that that we're not seeing from one side or the other and and it and it doesn't matter which side you're on there is some there are things that you are missing when you uh when you look at the world cuz you're not willing to look at it from both angles and again it's what i appreciate about kurt and it's what i try to do as much as possible so i mean this I, Bravo, Kurt. I mean, great video. I mean, I love some of the imagery. Stuff made me laugh. Stuff made me, you know, think. And uh, the the news clips, again, those were in the, the song on the album, so I've heard those. It was cool to kind of see them now. 
Um, I love the parts where you're there reading, and then that last little clip about being educated is that stamp on it. That's that's it. There you go. You know, and uh, reality, y'all. That's that's what it is. This is reality, and it's uh, it. Are you willing to look at it? You know, and are you willing to understand the the uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I can't... Are you willing to understand the ramifications of everything that have happened through the history of this nation to see how we've gotten to where we've gotten now and understand that there is there are things that the media is ignoring on both sides of the aisle and so that we really, truly have to find places where we can get get balance in our news and not just take it from the the news sources that we like but maybe once in a while listen to the other side and uh and dig deep into the history and and reality of of the world we live in and really look into it and uh you know on c4 there was there were some stuff that that people were like whoa wait a minute and, uh, and there's even more stuff on the appendix. So here's where I'm going to jump on my regular uh, bandwagon that I'm on when I do one of these videos. Go buy Kurt's album. Go to wrathandgrace.com. I mean, you can get it at, at, uh, on Amazon. You can get it wherever it is you buy your albums. But I don't think this is available for streaming yet. And that's a good thing. Because you need to go buy it. Really, we got to be supporting these guys um, who do this stuff. We need to put our money where our mouth is. So just like we did back in the day when we would go down to the store and we would wait. Um, I think albums back when I was in, well, at least when I was in Germany, new albums came out on Tuesday. We got them at the PX in Germany on Tuesday. So every Tuesday I was in the rap aisle waiting for the new albums to come out to pick up my new ice cube or my new outcast or my new tupac or uh, my new x clan or you know you name it um del the funky homo sapien cam you know waiting i i every one of those albums those artists i just named and all those albums i was waiting in the store for when they would come out and put those new things on the shelf I mean, I would go in early. I work graveyard shifts. So, I mean, I would literally get off of work, walk up to the post, go on, go wait at the PX until it opened up, and go in and get all the new albums. And I did it. <laughs> Seriously. I, I ran up a, a DPP, a deferred payment plan. If y'all been in the Army, AFES, y'all know. Um, and uh, that bought hundreds I, I think by the time I left Germany I had over 700 CDs of just hip hop and R&B and so on so um, but there's a rabbit trail go buy these albums be willing to spend that money we're older now and we, we are, are more um, responsible I hope with our money but we can you know I mean it's 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 breakfast it's whatever Spend a couple bucks and, and support our the artists who are, are making phenomenal music. And and the gospel is in there, um, and teaching, and 
biblical worldview and accuracy and theology is in these albums. Kurt's got it. If 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 though any of those things interest you, go get the go get the appendix. And while you're over at Wrath and Grace, buy a T-shirt. Um, you know, because that's what they do. That's how I found Wrath and Grace was was the T-shirt thing. Um, actually, I found Result, who had a T-shirt. Went to Wrath and Grace, got the T-shirt, and then. I've been hooked ever since, and uh, and and yeah, I'll 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 do the same, drop the same thing, Johan. I want my large cardinal red, Simul Eustace at Peccator polo. Sometime, and and, <laughs> and it was it was it uh, Fritz, somebody, somebody hit me up on. Uh, facebook and said i got one of those and and i'm gonna give it to you and i just never got back with him to say all right <laughs> so um there you go guys kurt uh kurt allen kurt kennedy uh what the voice uh whatever name you want to call him the appendix go pick it up uh enjoy it listen to it learn from it um let it resonate and um and really let it it kind of it let it affect your worldview and uh, the way you look at things because it's it, it's really good stuff. So again, bravo, Kurt. Great video, great song, great album. Um, amazing ministry. Love you and 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 tone on uh, Tony on uh, cross examine. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'm gonna keep listening. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.